Welcome to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrud. Here we go, baby. It's back. It's mid-October. Parking lot drunk back in action. Spooky season's on uh, on full full bore. It is. It is pumpkin spice spooky season. Yep. And it's uh, a balmy eighty-three degrees out. It's uh. Yep. The Dillinger uh, Four song is uh, playing playing over and over because it feels like summer in October. Misfits are get, cashing all the royalty <laughs> checks this month. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mar- Mariah Carey season for Misfits. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're just like, all right, these <laughs> percentages, got, pennies. I got to work 30 days a year, and that's it. This is just our preview to be like, hey, we have merch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it'd be funny to see like the stocks of like band merch and just like, oh, it's October. Misfits is going up. Yeah. AFI is going up. <laughs> Makeup going up. Yep. But yeah, it is. Uh, I'm. I'm. We don't have much fall here exactly. There's some a couple trees. Yeah. Changing, but you Just know, a couple trees that have gone a pale uh, green that uh, signifies the change in seasons. But I might kick rocks up into the mountains and go get a little taste with uh, me and me and the boy. There you go. Me and father father son weekend. Yep. Stepdad weekend. Part time custody. <laughs> Except I got full time with this one. He's a lot. <clears throat> yeah. He's my little, he's my little, uh, uh, what do you call it? Mistake. He's my little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> How do you put it uh, nicely? Uh, no. He's my little uh, problem child. My ward. My, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm 15 days into sober October. It's, uh, it's going great. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I feel like I've kind of transitioned to a semi sober lifestyle. So yep. like I'm currently drinking right now. I'll just, I'll be the drunk. I'll it's Sunday. Pull up the drunk, uh, table for both of us. But, um, yeah, I feel like thinking back to when I'd be like, all right, this is October. I'm not drinking. It was a challenge. And now I'm just like, this is not even a thing I think about, but yeah, you're Cali sober October for sure. Yeah. Or you're just a responsibly consuming adult. Yeah, I'm, I'm semi-responsible. I think I'm out of my phase of uh, waking up feeling terrible, where I'm just like, yeah, this is uh, not worth it. Well, I think that's why it's been so easy for me. I think I was just like on such a, uh, not a tear. It's not like I was on a bender or anything, but it was just like weddings and traveling and seeing friends and then be like going to Pittsburgh where like literally we got like rounds of... 20 ounce beers like yinglings and it was like i think i got two or three rounds and it was under 20 bucks with tip yeah so i was like well economically it's it's worth it to drink yeah well economically also i've discovered that it's cheaper to drink booze it's like the vegetarian thing where like when you like well i could get the vegan option but it's gonna be five dollars more and not yeah. as good probably i mean that's a slippery slope though because then you're like uh well 
I could just get a couple beers and drink, but if I'm looking to get the most bang for my buck, I'm just getting this handle of vodka that I'm going to drink in the back of the bar. Exactly. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what November is going to look gonna like. I'm going to fill this water bottle with vodka and just add it to a Coke that I pay for. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, economic. Speaking of economically, I'm, uh, I think at the bar, like, last night's the most shooters i've found in a while i was like oh yeah things are getting uh, budgets are getting tight (laughs) so it's just like man people aren't even trying to hide the fact that there's like three patron shooters just on (laughs) the fucking table like guys you can't bring these in like we'll lose our liquor license they're like wasn't us like all right well just so you know it's currently in your hand sir (laughs) it's like it's behind you at the table you're standing on where drinks that you are drinking are all around two of them which are tequila yeah anyway um you don't have my brands here that's why i have to bring my own yeah but anyway like the it wasn't a big i was like ready for sober october i was just like okay let's take a little breather let's take a little break yeah uh let's get out from under this and uh it, I mean, it's been fine. Uh, I have been drinking NAs. Like, this is the most NAs I've ever drank. Like, even, like, a year ago, like, uh, I w- wasn't drinking, and uh, I was drinking. I'd have, like, an NA here and there, but now I'm, like, they're way more common. Like, I had one had one on the way home last night. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, driving back. Nice, dr- like, nice, warm Budweiser Zero. So, because that's the thing that's, like, I don't like, I don't miss the taste of alcohol and I don't get like anything from, unless I'm getting like kind of buzz from it. So I'm like, I don't drink non-alcoholic just cause I was like, I'll just drink a water or something. But do you, are you what type of those people that like, I just need the taste or I appreciate the taste for a little bit, even if it doesn't have the same type of thing? Yeah. A little, like I definitely enjoy like the, like have, coming home after a, a shift or something and just being like i'm gonna have a beer like it, it having an na just fulfills the same thing it's just yeah, like it's that ritual yeah, yeah instead of having like the buzz uh, and then when like you're like oh, i want another one because I, I like this buzz feeling like what i've what, what i've learned i do like to, to answer your question yes i do just like having a beer and like just you know it doesn't need to be alcohol i just like i let the dogs out at the, at the end of the night and I have a beer on the porch and then I go like wash, brush my teeth and go to bed. And like the non-alcoholic ones are nice. Cause like apparently alcohol fucks with your sleep. They've been Dr. Huberman's been big on that one where it's just like yeah. any amount of alcohol will fuck with your sleep. And we'll like, well, under 0.5%. Dr. Uh, Huberman. Um, excuse me, scientist. <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Stanford professor. <laughs> uh, I got some <laughs> studies of my own yeah. uh, to report upon. I but, listened to the weed one from him, and I was like, "Man, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Get this guy out of here. Fucking, <laughs> this disagrees with my worldview, so I'm going to just turn it off. Yeah, just show your tattoos already, you <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, people aren't going to take me seriously because I have tattoos. Uh, like, I got to wear long sleeves. Oh, you lived a whole life and then came here, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've been doing a little tour of N.A., options and there's there's more than ever i think in terms of like actual alcohol branded uh you know marketed yeah definitely it definitely feels like there's been a shift of like i'm not sure if it's just the new these young kids coming up but it feels like there's been a shift of people realizing this alcohol thing is not all that awesome (laughs) like 
the way it was when we were like 22, 23, where it was like, Ooh, we're going to the bar, we're getting hammered. It seems like a lot, there's a lot more options now. Maybe that's the kind of prevalence of legal weed now that. I think that's definitely part of it. And then it's also just like, uh, I don't know what exactly it is. Like my, my niece, she's 21, 22 and I don't, she definitely doesn't have that like, um, that mindset of like we're gonna go out and we're gonna party like yeah. it's it's much more of a it seems much healthier like they yeah like, well they realize the I mean to have some kind of foresight into before it before you start drinking you're like it doesn't seem very healthy it doesn't seem like a real economically feasible <laughs> process when I'm in college and have no money anyway so yeah maybe like culturally this is like the uh the grunge period after the the he- the hair metal like yeah. we were the hair metal generations where it's just like party 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 and people like they they grew up watching us come home and be hungover and they're like yeah I don't I don't really like this this isn't really for me yeah I'm gonna smoke some weed and go to the gym and then maybe have a margarita yeah it is weird like after I've just noticed in the last year of like going to lunch with people and they get like four margaritas at an hour lunch and you're like <laughs> what is happening <laughs> like before i wouldn't even think this is like a thing i'd be like yeah we're all drinking it's not a big deal but like now that i'm not i'm way more kind of cognizant of like you've had four margaritas in 45 minutes man like chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah i'm like how how do you function yeah because we like, have to go back to work after this yeah and like october i was like I'm like, oh, you know, I'll do a little bit of work and I'll reward, reward myself for getting it done. And I'm like, day's over. Like, I'm not getting anything done after, like, one or two, like, beers. And this is just at my house. And I'm like, this fucking madman shit is a bunch of bullshit. Like, yeah. It's a bunch of lies. Like, you weren't drinking cocktails. Once you kind of work it into your routine of, like, I did this. I deserve this. Yeah. I guess you kind of get blind to the fact of why you're doing it anyway. You're just like. Yeah. Well, well, it's five o'clock. I got a drink. But in terms of like the throwing them back thing, I, uh, I've noticed like with myself anyway, it's much more of an anxiety thing, like a social anxiety thing where it's just like, even w- like I went to an open mic and I, well, it's two open mics. And by the end of the night, I was like, I think I had four or five NA beers. And I was like, yeah, it's not like I'm getting buzzed, yeah. but it's just like, a oh, I feel I'm anxious, so, like, having a drink in my hand just gives... It's like a smoking thing where it's like, oh, apparently, like, just whatever, mentally or subconsciously, just, like, having something, a task. It's my fidget spinner, apparently, where it's just like, all right, well, here we are. We're we're tempering this uh, being around people uh, with I think I just leapfrog that because I just get high at home alone where I'm like, I'm not going to go around people. I, uh, I'm just gonna sit here and watch uh, yeah documentaries. I have have to be like I had a work thing yesterday, and just like by the end of it, and then like I, I had a work thing with Vans, and then I went to the bar, and like after the Vans thing, I was just like, like thankfully I had an hour in the car to decompress between, but I was just like, this is this is a lot. I, being around people is yeah. just a little draining. It's taxing. I th- I don't. I don't feel like it was ever as bad as it is now maybe it's just getting older and that's just a biological thing where it's like you need to be more alone yeah and i think i've i've talked about this before but like the whole the pandemic of it i think is 
the pandemic for, of it all. Yeah, for me at least, there's la- lasting effects of like I'm realizing how tense I am around people because I spent two and a half years like avoiding people at all costs and being like, well, I got to get away from all these people, and then to kind of jump back into it was like oh wow yeah this is a subconscious thing i didn't realize that i was getting super anxious around big groups of people because of this but yeah and i i don't know maybe i got maybe i ha- always have been pretty autistic or i've just become more but i'm just like i don't like i go up and i try to be polite to people and they just kind of blow you off and i'm like well i'm not gonna fucking jump through hoops just to try to like make a yeah. conversation happen i'm just like if you don't want to talk to me you don't want to talk to me i don't yeah. want to fucking force this so it's just like it's also but, like sorry to interrupt but because i'm gonna get into that part of it but the moment that you realize like how people interact and certain people interact some people just take over the entire conversation and that's one thing where i'm like what the fuck like we were just having a conversation and this person just steps in and is basically like everybody be quiet i'm gonna talk now and you're like okay this is very annoying yeah and it is just like egos and just personalities and stuff and it's like not everybody gels but it's just some some like i don't know like i don't it it makes you appreciate it when it just like flows when you just like somebody comes up and is like oh what's up and then it's like oh this we're actually having a conversation and like this is it helps to call that out when you're in that conversation oh we're having a conversation yeah yeah (laughs) oh thanks for having then like this is a real conversation all right well now you made it weird and i'm gonna go away now (laughs) yeah but um no just like appreciating it like i'm like oh okay this isn't just a forced interaction where we're both just waiting for our opportunity to speak or leave so it is nice when that happens however rare and uh but <clears throat> it is a. Uh, it is just other people are just so taxing. <laughs> they certainly like, are. What's what's your fucking game here, bud? Like, yeah. What do you want? How but, long is this gonna last? I don't know. How many I, times do I have to nod my head? It also just is like trying to fucking tamp down the grumpy old man in me. We're like, what? What's the point of this conversation? Like, I don't. There doesn't have to be a point. We can just talk. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's true. But what do you want? <laughs> I don't have any money. You're trying to sell me something? What do you? Mm, Get you out of here. Fucking cult. Get out of here. Yeah exactly but yeah and it hasn't been tough like not not drinking there was like one day where i'm like this i this is the day where i would go home and have like a beer or two just to like fuck this you know and like i i have noticed i or people interpret me as being more not as jolly i guess i'm like well i i was having a, a not as jolly day so i guess that's on me for not putting on a, a braver face but but I you don't, don't know. you're not a caricature. You don't have to be Santa Claus. <laughs> it, well, I don't know. There's a there's a happy medium I need to try to go for. This is turning into therapy more. <laughs> let's, let's speak more about that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, we can talk about that next time. We're out of time. Anyway, that's that. Yeah. That'll be for morning pages. If yeah. I ever have a morning, my morning today was get home, shower at four, go to bed, wake up at f- seven to feed him. And then wake up at it's 10.30 and Sean's coming over. Yeah, fuck. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Maybe no, it's can, not you. Maybe we can push these start times back a little bit. Well, I might go camping. To, I, this is my two-day window where I might be able to get out of here. So if I can get motivated, I might go disappear and see some fall colors. Yeah. Go camp with my boy. But, yeah, so, sober October. The leaves are falling. Gotta go. Gotta go see it. Gotta go see what it's about. Gotta go, get up in it. Gotta go go uh, retrace some camp 
some hikes that almost killed Sean Burke. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was real fun. <laughs> Just agony until you're like, this is beautiful. I can't appreciate it because I feel awful. But uh, I think I'm dying. But we'll get there. Of oh, the, of the places. Six thirty. Time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that. We we did a hike a while ago. It was a backpacking trip, which we're not seasoned but backpackers yeah. by any means. I put a solid fifteen minutes of preparation into it, so it's on me uh, we, for we all struggling. Also set out at like during one of the hottest parts of the year and day, so it was just the yeah. first two miles were just all exposed, all sun, just beating down on you. You hadn't. You didn't know to uh, load your pack at the bottom, like yeah. heaviest at the bottom, so you were a top heavy. Yeah, it, w- it was all working against you. It was uh, it was the type of trip that you take when you're after the trip. You're like, all right, I need to figure this out. <laughs> like, I got to figure out how to pack my bag. I got to figure out if this is something I even want to do, type of thing. But oh yeah, people train for this kind of thing. Oh yeah, they research don't just show up. I, yeah, when I was home, my dad was talking about stuff. A trip like that where he's like yeah we did a we did an overnight in codwood lakes and all i brought was he he's a packaging engineer so he's he's got the like at the skew bait number basically of the type of can he's like i had a number 12 can of corned beef hash that's all we brought <laughs> it's like in the 70s so yeah. it's just like there's no you didn't bring a cooler or anything it's just yeah like, boy did that taste good though <laughs> we didn't catch shit that's it that's all we had yep but yeah, it seems like uh, we're in the midst of it right now, but like the Southern California fall where it like, hey, it's 95 and then it goes down to 60 for a week and you're like, oh shit, it's fall. This is cool. And then it goes right back up to 80 again for another two months. You're like, oh yeah, this is. Yeah, it's the last gasp of summer for sure. But it's like, it always, I feel like it happens every year where it's Yeah, just every like, year I just forget about it. And then I'm like, why is it fucking 87? And then around Mother's Day, we'll have a, a crazy heat heat streak for no reason and then yeah. it'll drop back down california weather weather's crazy it's wild man i don't get it <laughs> Where, how's it happen yeah it's like there's like air tides or something shit this god thing is uh, real messing with it <laughs> you said it brother <laughs> but yeah um i don't know i've been curious about the na thing because like silver october Apparently, Sober October's only been around for, like, 10 years. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I mean, that feels like the track that we started it. So, like, I feel like we're <laughs> responsible. I mean, it rhymes, so it was only yeah. a matter of time. Sobtober. But, but then fucking, yeah, we were calling it Sobtober. But then there also uh, fucking some other podcast with a couple com- comedians kind of made it pretty popular, too. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, fucking getting Burt Kreischer to get back on the rails <laughs> be like hey Bert we you got a problem so we're all gonna make this into a game for you so you can actually participate just seeing that dude at public events exhausts me yeah like I get I feel physically tired after seeing any like social post with him where I'm like man what is your life like like if you're just that type of person cool go for it like I'm impressed because that is so contrary to who I am where I'm like I, I need a nap just seeing you interact with one person at one time, but yeah, I I definitely agree. Where I don't tr- I don't I don't believe that like you, that's just who you are. So I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Are you running away from that you need this constant yeah. wall of distraction and uh, uh, tension? But he, I mean, he seems pretty legit, like legitimately that person. So I'm yeah. like, all right. I mean, that, you know, whatever. We don't need to deconstruct yeah. the personality that why, why that you are that person. But yeah, he's helping out a lot of comics. He's doing a lot of good things for comedians. So, yeah. Uh, keep the shirt off. I don't care. Whatever, yeah. whatever makes Tarps you happy. Off, baby. Yeah, fuck it. Tits out. <laughs> but uh, mind your heart. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that I mean, it's crazy because like Tom Segura, that whole like class of comics, like Tom Segura, like we saw it at Irvine Improv, like yeah, and you know he was big, and I don't even know if he sold it out, but yeah, that was like. One of those bands you find out about, like in college, where you're like, "Oh man, this band's really good," and then like a year later, they're headlining uh, like Bonnaroo or something. You're like, "Oh shit!" Uh, well, glad we got in when we did because yeah. tickets are going to be two hundred dollars from here yeah. on out. But you know, some people you could, you could kind of you're like, "All right, we were right. We were right about that. We fucking knew, knew it. Fucking <laughs> called it." Yeah. How could he not? But the. The podcast also made it extra big because it's just yeah. like he would have been big just doing comedy, but then just like your mom's house is now its own fucking ecosystem. So yeah, and I think don't those a lot of dudes uh, get the success of the Rogan bump too in those situations? For sure. I I I'm speaking completely out of it. I have no real opinion on it, but yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it, but then, like, it's, like, getting the bump and then having the infrastructure to keep the bump up. Yeah. So, it's, like, having the podcasts and touring and the specials and, like, it just make it's much more sustainable of a pyramid where it's just, like, other people get the bump and it's, like, they get ticket sales or they get more followership, but, like, it's not, if it's not already there set up, it's not gonna just... It's not gonna sustain. It, it'll be a more gradual, like... <clears throat> either you stay up there or you just parachute back down to wherever you were and maybe you're a little higher than you were but um you know i it's it's crazy like that just that could do just being on a podcast just having a three-hour conversation could yeah. just be like oh well i have a career now i'm going from selling out comedy clubs to selling out theaters and then arenas <laughs> like yeah i mean yeah. it's yeah it's it's an interesting sociological or social uh pattern or uh i don't know what to consider like because other people are also like would uh what the fuck's the dude's name andrew schultz would he be as big without like the the rogan co-sign yeah a lot of people like are like that or like you know it's i mean it's it no all, different it's, from being on like a sitcom or something so like true but it's also like this weird off pipe pipeline alt right pipeline too where it's just like yeah some people are like i don't think you would have uh i don't think people would give you the amount of uh attention or um if it wasn't like my side type of thing yeah it's like yeah. getting that rogan co-sign people are like all right i'll hear him out uh let's see what this yeah. is about like i'll listen if it's something somebody interesting or i listen to a ton of uh, tiny desk concerts on npr so i'm i'm guilty <laughs> of the same thing i'd be like well let's check it out it's on npr yeah, yeah. bob boylan knows what he's talking about let's <laughs> check this out i i mean i <laughs> i listen to the fucking uh, they call it Protect Our Parks, where they have that same group of comics on there. 
And having uh, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis made me cry laughing in my car. (laughs) 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 They're, They're like four. They're like three hours deep on a podcast. They've just been drinking the whole time. Sidebar. There is a like a seven minute part where they all listen to Freebird and they all lose their mind during the <laughs> fucking. <laughs> they're like, can you fucking listen to it? Like, can you listen to the fucking solo? Oh my god! Like, it's like this is the most meathead fucking yeah. bullshit. But then like Shane goes does an impression of James Brown denying domestic violence accusations <laughs> on the news. <laughs> nah, man, nah, baby, that's bullshit. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, oh man! Yeah, have to check that out. <laughs> you don't. Need to, <laughs> you really don't need to. <laughs> it, it is hilarious. Oh um, man! Yeah, but anyway, sober October. Probably. I mean, I'd probably got a lot of people. More people like. All right, every year we're gonna take soap. We're gonna take October off. Well, it also gives you like a good time to realize like this is the only time I've been sober in the past two years or something where like you give it like if you do it every year you have a a kind of benchmark to get to to be like all right i need to fucking dry out a little bit because that was the thing that when we first started doing it like or like when i initially felt like oh i should probably do this was like i feel like i'm just drinking all the time and like i know there's no health effects currently but i know that's not far away based on this current trend so I should probably stop for a while just to get some clarity and realize, like, oh, yeah, I might have a problem with this, <laughs> but. Yeah, like, it, it was nice to, like, you know, October hit and I didn't have any problem being like, no, like, I oh, I, I need one. I'm like, no, it's fine. But it's also just like, uh, you know, having having a set thing where it's like this is the day because most of the time it's just like i don't need an excuse to drink but i also don't i don't have an excuse not yeah. to so if you're I'm like out, this weekend and then it's somebody's birthday and you're like well yeah, I'll do yeah. it next weekend but yeah. yeah and now like that i have my reason well, oh no i'm like I'm, I'm taking the month off and you're like oh okay cool and yeah just like and you have the support of like it's a thing so people yeah they, they get it where it. like you don't have to explain it as much where you know which you shouldn't ever like yeah but but people are always just like well why did something happen you're like no but it could and maybe i need to pump the brakes before it does that's a good indication of why you should pump the brakes it's like but um oh but yeah i didn't have a i didn't have a problem just stopping but like uh i did i didn't it was also just like i made it a few days in and I was like, Oh man, this is, this is pretty easy. I'm, I'm, you know, I was kind of impressed with myself. And then I was like, it's Friday. I have made it during, I made it through a work week and I find it impressive that I yeah. didn't have problems. Like this is normal for most people where it's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, four days in crushing it. <laughs> just fucking, I'm the best at yeah. this. I'm the best at not drinking. I have friends that, uh, were like trying to quit drinking and like really cut back. And because it was like becoming an issue with their daily life, and then like make it two weeks and then other friends be like dude you're doing a great job like i just you know let's go get some drinks to celebrate (laughs) it's like no that's not that's not what this is a little counterintuitive guys yeah you're really uh kind of stepping all over it but when you realize like any moment to celebrate or any moment to feel like bummed out 
all revolves around the same thing you're like yeah this is kind of an issue but um i don't know it's good to have the uh the clarity as they call it in uh isn't that what they call it in AA? AA? yeah just so i've heard step back and see it and be like oh yeah this is uh this is something i do that i'm not really cognizant of well, like the first week, I like physically felt better. I was like, I woke up and I just felt good. And I guess just like the initial just shaking off, like was all good. But then like the last, the second week, I'm just like, I don't know if it was like fucking kind of after the playoffs type of thing where it's just like, okay, we're, st- we're done. And then everybody, like my body got together and like, all right, well, the, the fucking liver's been playing with a broken rib and yeah. It's like, because I I have not felt good the second week. Like everything just seems like it's coming home to roost, and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. It's we still gotta wake up and fight the day. Like the first week, they're still purging everything out, and the second uh, week, everything's <laughs> out, and you're just like, oh no, this thing's terrible. This thing's yeah. broken. Like all, maybe all the poison gets out, but then it realizes like all the damage that's been done in the second week. It's like, oh shit, we got some maintenance to do. It's like yeah, I like jogged on Monday, and my legs have just been. I'm like feel like i've made a balsa wood and just something's gonna fucking yeah. break so it's i'm doing just a the, the fucking jeff goldblum in the fly i'm just doing daily stock of my body just molting what's 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 happening <laughs> what's t- better okay i think am i am i just gonna fall apart is or is this just like you know if if i'm just a 90 year old whiskey smoker who's smoking sick you know having a pack a day and then I stop, and then that's when everything falls yeah. apart. And I'm like, no, I need, I, I got to keep the, the fucking, the gears lubricated. Yeah. But it's been all right. There's definitely more. It may, it's way, it's like being vegetarian now versus being vegetarian 20, 30 years ago. Like when you go out, it's like I'll find an option. Yeah. Which you know, when you're not drinking alcohol, there's always it's like oh, I'll have a soda or I'll have a this. Yeah. But it's a lot more. Like even working at the bar, you see, I'm just like, oh, that person's having a, a Heineken zero, zero, and like, it's just more common. It's also cool because like you're you're more um, aware of it, and you're like, oh, that's a group of people, and clearly that person's not drinking. Yeah, so, one person is being responsible. Yeah, there's in that actual group, so. responsible people. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, shit! It's not just like you're the least drunk. Yeah. You drive us home. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. I've had eight drinks, yeah, Man. but you're the least drunk. Those days of uh, how was how much did you been drinking? Are you good? <laughs> I've been drinking for twelve no, hours. <laughs> how how many hours have you been drinking? Six. All right, you're driving. You're good. Yeah. At the end of the night, this kid was like, I, uh, "My car's parked at the end. Like, do you think it's safe there?" And I was like, "It's safer than driving." Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but so, I mean, my friends are sober. I'm like, are they though? (laughs) (laughs) You're currently at a bar. I'm like, yeah, if your friends are sober, then they probably should move the car to a better parking lot. But uh, either way, you're probably fine. Yeah. Like where it is. Just, just roll the dice. I've had those issues uh, of driving home very intoxicated and then realizing the driver was very intoxicated and being like, (laughs) oh shit, we should pull over. Like this is not safe. Uh, that's uh that's a whole new low. <laughs> it's like guys. You good to drive? Yeah, I'm good to drive. Let's go. Oh man, you really gotta get home, huh? <laughs> yeah. This is really important. I can't leave my car here. Yep. That's why let's Sean, let's get together with the uh, we're gonna it'll be an electric scooter. 
Sir, we'll we'll mark we'll uh, invest in electric scooters. Be two drivers. We'll just get every fourteen-year-old that has an e-bike in all of Southern California and have them cart drunk people around with yeah, brick they shows. get two on each thing on each scooter. They show up and they drive the drunks home in their own cars. Yeah, and then the scooter follows, and then they're, they're off to the next one. That works. Deal. TMTM. Yeah. That's a, and they could just show up to the to the bar at the end of the night, and then just be like, "Hey, you good to drive?" Yeah. But are you? Are, are you? Really you? I know you're not. <laughs> I have eyes and a nose. <laughs> uh, blow into this. <laughs> <laughs> and there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like some stranger showing up telling you to blow into something. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a fun game. Hey, are you drunk? Here, blow into this. Prove it. You start it as a game, like, wait, l- let's see how, let's see what you... I bet you can't. <laughs> but you can't. Fuck, no, I can't. Figured that's the way to get anyone to do anything. I bet you can't do this. It's, especially drunk people, like, just seeing people devolve into their childhood version of themselves, just like... Yeah. Like, oh, I could tell what kind of kid you were on the playground. Yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking you were, bully. You were given everything. You had a Nintendo first thing, didn't you? <laughs> you had the you had it new when it <laughs> yeah. first came out. Um, yeah, uh, you had Dreamcast and you didn't even know it was gonna fucking <laughs> suck, you idiot. You had Dreamcast for those six months before it fell off the face of the earth. Or that weird Nintendo goggle game that was all green, basically oh, a yeah. fucking Game Boy that was just put into your Virtual Boy. Yeah, it was something Boy, wasn't it? I think it was Virtual Boy. They, they looked like fucking sniper uh, spotting scopes. It's yeah. <laughs> This is going to be cool. And then you go in there, you're like, this sucks. Yeah, this is a TI-82 calculator. Really? Yeah, that's a very apt description, John. Good job. (laughs) Yep, Virtual Boy. Yeah. But good news, um, they're for sale for $375 on eBay. Fucking worth it. If you see them at uh, Goodwill, good to know. Virtual Boy is uh, just going gangbusters on the Ebays. Yeah. I don't know if have you seen that clip of Pete Davidson talking about sealed VHSs? No. He apparently was super high and he's just like, I'm gonna buy all the sealed VHSs I can find and then did and now some of them are going for like sixty grand. Like because of the their sealed VHS tapes or because they're from Pete Davidson? <laughs> I th- just because there's, I don't think he told anybody it was him, but uh, I know that shit. People get crazy with that on those uh, Disney VHSs that are like the uh, the vault or whatever, which mm-hmm. I never knew was a thing until recently. But uh, apparently, people spend like a lot of money on those things. Yeah, I mean, there's a niche market for pretty much everything, but I yeah. maybe he bought special ones because I think he's full of shit. Because there's like. Homeward Bound, for for instance, the 1993 hit. Seminal. Seminal, sup- somewhat depressing. Uh, Homeward Bound is uh, $5 sealed, so yeah, maybe I'm full of shit. But maybe Instagram depend- lied to me. Depends on the title. Yeah. No way out. <laughs> I was back home recently, and I re- found a box of old like hockey and baseball and basketball cards. And I was like, those things are fucking hot. Now let me look to see what this card is worth. And I found a few that were like $800, but it's like mint. Yeah. And like mint is like it has never been in the open air. And then you have to find somebody to pay for that. So it's kind of a a thing. But yeah, it's weird. All those lies as being a kid collecting basketball cards. uh, 
It's not going to pay your way through college. Well, it's also like the investment because I'm the same way. Also, I, I'm not even intelligent enough just to leave them or like throw. They're here. They came from Pittsburgh, and now <laughs> I've I been have, carting them around to other apartments. They've made it to f- at least four or five apartments at this point. Yeah, and like I find over the summer, I finally was like, I'm gonna look through this and see. Like I was like, all right, 1990 tops. Like let's see what's the, what's the most. Like what what are the ones to look for, and then go through and see if I could just sell those and just it's just, like the only ones that are worth anything are just like misprints or yeah, and things <clears> be, like. That was the big thing with comics where I think I, when I was a kid, I heard somebody sold a comic book for like, I don't know, $500,000. And I was like, oh, this is a great investment. Not realizing in the early 90s, every single child in America was buying comic books. So they sold oh, every yeah. copy. So they're all worth like 75 cents now, uh, less than what I paid for it. But Yeah, or if you do have something that's worth something, you have to get it graded, which costs 100 bucks per yeah. comic. And it's like, well, if it's worth 200 and it costs 100 like, is it really? Then you run into the pawn shop people. They're yeah. like, I'll give you $3. So pretty much, yeah, if we could just... If I could just go back in time and tell myself, don't buy any physical media. Yeah. Just, I should be buying real estate as a 14-year-old in Los Angeles. What, all right. Every $10 CD, if you just put that away, put $15, $20 for the records or the band t-shirts you're going to buy. Just yeah. instead of that, don't do that. Just But you're going to spend it somewhere. So whatever. Yeah. I had things to cart around when I moved between between school years so yeah i surrounded myself with bullshit that's another bright spot of uh not drinking as much as realizing how much money you spend on alcohol and like everything associated with alcohol like well i gotta get pizza i gotta get something to soak it up i gotta get a car to get there so i'm not driving my car and then all the alcohol you're like yeah. It's 150 bucks for a night out. Yeah, I mean, the day that I had four or five NAs, I was pissed off that I had spent that. But then, to your point, I didn't buy food or have to Uber. So there's that. And also, that was my like high water mark where I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this again. Where yeah. it's like, I could have an NA and then be like, I would like a soda water now. Yeah. Which you will be giving me for free. I will take free everything. But th- it is nice having more options and just even like. Every every brand seems to be coming out with it, their NA. Like fucking Stella Artois got uh, yeah. an NA, and Peroni has an NA, and Bex has an NA, and Corona, Budweiser. You know, it's not it's not just O'Doul's where it's just like I think that's also part of it. Is uh, speaking of cosigns, is now that like <clears throat> you know popular alcohol brands are being like, oh, we're doing this. It's not like you're this pariah that's walking around with an O'Doul's and you're like I have a problem and it's like no this is an option and it also gives the person who's not drinking that variety of being like I don't think I've ever had an O'Doul so I'm not really sure what it tastes like but I'm assuming all of these taste like the the name brand just without the alcohol so like Stella tastes like a Stella but without alcohol yeah which who knows I've never had one so it probably tastes like I haven't had a Stella yet. Dirty one yet. water. I have been doing the the tour. I've been kind of trying them all out. Um, and Old Milwaukee's my favorite. It's <laughs> it's the cheapest. It's the taste like shitty dirt beer. Yeah, it's it's my favorite the beast so far for what it is. It's it's my my go to. But um, I will say that like 
I appreciate, and maybe it, it'll get better. Maybe this is like the 1980s, 1990s, like v- vegetarian version of things where it's yeah. like, this isn't great now, but hopefully the fact that people are buying it. I keep it, eating these morning star chicken nuggets for the next 12 years. Uh, maybe eventually corn nuggets are going to come out. Maybe my stomach will start jumping <laughs> up and down and uh, they'll figure something else out. Yeah. Eventually there, somebody's going to put enough time and energy into this to figuring out how to make it better and cheaper. Yeah. Cause that's, that's another, that's one of the things that pisses me off about it right now is like, it's more expensive to drink an NA beer or buy an a uh, a six pack of NAs than it is to buy a six pack of regular beer. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Not not always like a 12 pack at Old Milwaukee's 10.99, but like um you know, Athletic Brewing Company, they they've been doing more craft oriented NAs. Yeah. And they're not good. I <laughs> Yeah. Like the, they have a hazy. I was like this. Well, isn't that whole company based on like be the sporty beer. Oh, when you're out for a jog, grab a grab a beer to ch- like. I've just seen a few <laughs> commercials where I thought it was that. Uh, I could be totally wrong. Have, but. have this is the beer to have after or in between. This a is marathon. the active lifestyle beer. This is the Southern California sipping down your throat. But um, it's got electrolytes. It's got what athletes crave. It's got what plants crave. Yeah, but I I don't know. That's it. Sounds like it would be up that at alley given the name, but um, and kudos for them even giving it a shot. And they've gotten money out of me for it because I've definitely had at least two or three of their varieties. But um, for what it is, I I'd, I'd rather have a Heineken Zero or a or an old old Millie. Yeah, I mean, I guess somebody's got to try it to move the move the ball forward. So it is, yeah. But I was doing, you know, a, our about what you'd expect amount of research in terms of being like, where, when did NA beers like start? And unsurprisingly, uh, it, there was a big push for, I don't know about big, but during Prohibition, that's when uh, people were moving more towards a near beer. Like a lot of manufacturers were transitioning to uh, a non-alcoholic version that could slide under the <clears throat> the restrictions of the time. So there were and not go completely out of business. Yeah, they just tried to weather the storm, batten down the hatchets and make it through uh until the 21st amendment. But <clears throat> they uh that that was a a time but apparently uh O'Doul's was the first pretty much. Uh, O'Doul's is the first one that came out and we're like this is what we're doing. This is who we are and that was in the 90s. So it's like this is a new it's not new market, but it's just like in terms of setting the ground floor Odul's set it and now like well they also is Odul's is that like a Budweiser like because it seemed it would be crazy if Odul's was like a standalone company that's like you know what we're doing beer without the alcohol yeah and because that's one of the biggest um uh things with why uh yes to answer your question, uh, Anheuser-Busch does own O'Doul's. Um, but, yeah, one of the biggest res- uh, hang-ups with making NAs is if you go all-in, it can be very expensive, and you have to have your own kind of equipment uh, to make NA beers because there's, a, like, either you brew it without alcohol to begin with or you brew beer and then you take the alcohol out, and there's reverse osmosis. There's multiple ways of doing that. But um, 
is uh you know it gets expensive and that's why it's more it, it's pr- i assume that's where why it is more expensive to buy an na than just the regular shit because they are basically just making the regular shit and then taking the alcohol out for you know the established brands yeah and you know that does take an investment in terms of it is weird to think this is just based lizard brain thinking but like you're like well it doesn't have alcohol so it should be free (laughs) it's the way i view it of like uh, it doesn't have the good stuff so uh yeah i don't want to pay for it i mean i agree (laughs) where it's just like i should be rewarded i'm being it's like diet soda should be free (laughs) if you're gonna make it so i can't drink sugar plants should be free (laughs) yeah fucking salad should be free (laughs) i'm doing good things yeah like yeah but you're treating your body better i think that might just be the midwestern in me that's like uh always just thinks the fattiest and and the unhealthiest food is the best so like everything else is should just be free (laughs) i mean was it a plant-based burger yeah so i can just take it then cool (laughs) you're gonna charge me money for this this is oh wait a second wait nothing died and i have to pay more yeah it's a plant i got plants in my yard bud i mean i definitely feel you because every time like i have like i've you know i've gone to definitely like fucking vegan food trucks and i'm like wait a minute it says this is double what it is over there a 24 dollar fake chicken sandwich (laughs) no can't be good joke what's it really cost this is like a rebate thing I, i send you the proof of purchase and i get half this back yeah i that is it's almost like it's set up this way, so the healthy option is more expensive, so it just keeps you buying the shittier version that makes you, uh, n- you know, breaks your body down and that makes you rely on a uh, system of subsidized health care. That's true. Huh. Uh, if, I mean, if. I mean, if we're basing the higher education system in this country based on that on that criteria, yeah, I would say that's, that's what's happening. If, if you want to be smart, well, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, if there's any sort of... Uh, Mm, I don't know any kind of systems in place that just try to keep you broken down and it working and like a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. If if there was something like that in place, seems like it'd be capitalism. But I I don't know. We're just. I think it's just the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because it's not like if you were on a farm. It's like you. It's just if you want to be alive, you're going to be on the wheel, some sort of wheel. Yeah. It's not like you can just be like oh, I'm just or I guess maybe the Buddhists that fast and just work on breath breath work for two weeks at a time but they're still eating well they they i mean sometimes yeah the, didn't, didn't do i've always a, thought being a monk would be the best job ever <laughs> what do you do i just hang out all day and I, make beer i just be yeah and they're like well where does your food come from that's a question i don't have Pe- an answer people to. donate it y- yeah i was listening to um be here now the be here now network with ram das and a lot of like he talks about going and being at a monastery and like you know it is no money but it is and conversely listening to the sunshine place which is a cult uh (laughs) and people people just donate people get into whatever they're into and people donate food time money you know whatever they have to offer and they offer it up and maybe that's the way to do it so we got to figure out this cult shit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. America loves a good cult. So I'm a little off putting. I've ma- made it. Uh, we need a nice charismatic young. I mean, most 
most cult leaders are. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need <laughs> but one. I guess we, it's we need the, the face. We need the face of the cult. We can be the dark men behind. Yeah, making sure he he or she doesn't just fuck through the congregation, or if they yeah. do, they do, they do so consensually. I'm married now to all your wives. Oh yeah, you're mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean we have a branding station. And yeah, would you like a brand or a tattoo? <laughs> I've got a bunch of guns <laughs> and uh, all this land. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another part. We're yeah. going to be stockpiling guns <laughs> and ammunition, and the end is near. Yeah. Perfect. So, basically, what we've all been ramping up to with this podcast is like, now we're going to be sober. F- Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Get in on the ground floor. Yeah. Have you, lis- I, have you listened to the Sunshine Place at all? Or I are you not. aware of? I forget what the, the cult is called. I'm looking it up right now, but... Uh, yeah, they were. It was basically a guy that got in early uh, to AA. He was an alcoholic, got into AA, cured himself, and then um, he basically just stole the AA model and then applied it to heroin addicts. And uh, <laughs> the cult is called Synanon. It's. Uh, it was basically narco- Narcotics Anonymous for uh, heroin addicts because he got heroin addicts to cure other heroin addicts and then hold each other accountable. But he just went full cult leader and just like he he just such a fucking megalomaniac. But it was like on Sunset at, uh, Boulevard in Hollywood. And they oh, had shit. It's, it's really interesting. And like HBO is going to I think they have a series coming out about it. But like it got real dark real fast where it was just like because it's you know how they do group therapy in na and everybody shares their stories and shit well they had like their commune but part of their psych psychologically part of their shit was they would get together and yell at each other so they, it was like fucking seinfeld airing of grievances <laughs> but they would just like violently Got a lot of problem with you people yeah, they violently would like ridicule each other publicly and like shame each other and like Sometimes they just make shit up. They would just like the the leader would like be like, "Go at Carol, just make something up and just really go at her and make her feel like shit." And like there was just a weird like hostage taking uh, like emotionally. It's very interesting. It's really interesting. And like hearing the people talk about it, and but like, it, but it is sort of like a. But were they on heroin? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, like it worked for a lot of people. Um, and you know, a lot of people got clean, but then they, you know, it's, a it's sort of a power vacuum. Cause once you're not in, you're not, you know, giving yourself up to one higher power, you're giving up yourself up yeah. to another. And so. it's also what, yeah, you're not on heroin. We're just going to trap you in this box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to take your kid away and you're never going to see them again. Also, you're shaving yourself and wearing fucking denim overalls for some weird fucking reason. I mean, every cult needs a. Uh, you gotta have uniform. a look we're, yeah we're gonna dress like early minions but uh <laughs> <laughs> we are the minions um <laughs> so anyway synanon sunshine sign place it's on spotify damn um pretty pretty entertaining um but yeah the hot the uh, the na beer adjacent is also nice too the hop hop splashes those are real nice. What Just, is that? It's pretty much a, like a, a hop seltzer water. Oh, They're yeah, yeah. What's the other... Um, uh, there's like a... It's like uh, ranch water. Is that what it's called? Yeah, but I think that that has alcohol in it. Oh, I could be wrong. 
clearly I've leaned into the research for today's episode. Yeah, maybe next week, next time we'll do more of a actual topic episodes, and this will be like the lead-in. Have alcohol. Ranch water is a classic Texan con- cocktail. No, it does not involve ranch dressing of any kind. <laughs> that wouldn't be from Texas. That'd be from Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, that's probably a market that's gonna be down the line. Is uh like ranch or fucking spicy? Just like yeah. Oh, here's the here's the Takis cocktail. Here's a Doritos Cool Ranch water. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I just God. put my dirty fingers in a thing of water. <laughs> I can only imagine that it's filtered through like a pair of tidy whities. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Well, <laughs> yeah, we really unlocked. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we nestled up to the idea of alcohol uh, and a beers, but it is, I don't know, It's all, it does seem like a, an emerging market for sure. Or, yeah. you know, if you're not in now, uh, maybe it's too late, but. Um, I mean, also with the kind of emergence of mocktail bars, which I saw one kind of popped up uh, in Signal Hill here in Los, uh, Long Beach. But it's like that's just a bunch of edgy teens want to say that they're going to the bar. Right. Like that's just a like you could call a 7-Eleven a mocktail. Bar. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go get some cold red and, uh, you know. Yeah, there is a weird uh because all you're selling at that point is the kind of ritual of ordering a drink, having it made in front of you, and then handed back to you. Like, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't get an entire restaurant dedicated to it, but maybe, like, maybe maybe the people that go to that are, like, the, the full-on vegan, where it's like, I want a full vegan mess restaurant. Yeah. So, like, maybe it is that extreme where it's just like, well, I don't want to support alcohol companies at all it's like all right but it's weird because most cocktails without alcohol are just a sugar liquid <laughs> so it's like yeah. i i haven't really got into the non-alcoholic liquor at all um, yeah i have uh yeah i mean like the mock the mocktail thing is maybe maybe that'll be the focus of the next episode where we yeah. get really into like the the weeds with that the shit and like the the non-alcoholic whiskey because i get it as like a supplementary of like oh yeah we have cocktails we have beer and then we have mocktails for your kids or yeah. whatever and there's non-alcoholic wines and like I, I mean doing the show at the tiki bar like they have uh the 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 virgin versions of some things and like yeah you know um which is a scent like with a tiki drink it's just like oh you this is just fucking sugar yeah and it, which is it's great a glass of orange juice <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome but and it's fucking 14 dollars. but um you know it's if you're just trying to blend in at a night out then it's it, i i like that because it's just yeah. like oh well i have a drink nobody's fucking bothering me about why i'm not that's drinking. where the uh soda water with the lime, lime is yeah kind of the ultimate mocktail yeah just the hiding in plain sight uh but i mean shirley temple that's got to be i think that's the name of that mocktail bar yeah it is yeah but it's also like that's got to be the one of the first like virgin i'll just have a shirley temple yeah i mean that's like that's literally what you give a kid when uh yeah what is a shirley temple grenadine and soda water sweet grenadine ginger ale and cherries (laughs) so it's soda (laughs) It's cherry juice 
I mean, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. I might have to have some of those. I've been drinking squirt at the bar. <laughs> it's my night, my nightly treat. Yeah, been crushing a couple pals of swart, uh, squirt every <laughs> night, so. Get a glass of spurt, as I like to say. <laughs> hey, Rob, give me some of that spurt, that a sweet spurt, spurt of yours, boy. Yeah. Well, huh. all right, a little teaser for the more uh, yeah. deep dive. We'll, uh, we'll prepare our notes. Um... Oh, an NA Beer of the Month subscription package. <laughs> NABeerClub.com. We run to the store and get you one. It is, uh, it has been kind of cool, uh, like doing this. I've been like popping in and out of this skate tour all summer. And, you know, wh- whether it's dudes just taking a bright break or they're just like not drinking for an extended period of time, like there's been a way more of like an acceptance of na beers like being in the cooler and just being around yeah. and like i think people even like younger kids are just understanding like this isn't sustainable like they were in a fucking a fucking tour van for two months and it's like dude we can't just drink beer and go fucking skate for hours and then drink beer and then yeah. like this isn't gonna work and i think yeah. having some of the older dudes on tour granted one of them he was a fucking champion he was holding it down the whole way through because he was like he's like i've got kids at home i've got a wife this is my time <laughs> he was just like i'm going party mode yeah and he wasn't like out of control or any by any means he's australian so he fucking holds it down better than most that's another thing at the bar when like a foreigner from a country that i'm like you have been drinking since you were 12 years old yeah you've already gone through that phase of i'm gonna get drunk and break shit or yeah. start a fight but like we're not supposed to let people in without a passport and sometimes oh, yeah. i'm just like you're 34 years old you have a legal thing yeah you're gonna be cool right wink wink <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. and then i'm like it's gonna cost you 300 dollars. yeah just kidding but anyway uh it's been cool seeing like people just like more accepting and like having it more available and just like it's weird all the the Maybe it's just in con- insecurities on friends and stuff like that. But like, well, I don't want to be the only person not drinking. Like, who cares? Yeah, I think but that's like I think it's like that stigma is kind of and maybe it's being out here in California. Like if I go home like uh, Code Man, fucking he hasn't drank in like two years. And like uh, there are some people in our friend group who are just like they don't get it. And they they still have that like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. You can't skateboard and not drink. And you're like, yeah, I can. I have, and I do it better. Actually, it's real easy. Yeah, it's not. It's it's actually half as. It's twice as easy because you're (laughs) just not doing one part. All my faculties. I didn't have to go get the thing. I don't have to carry it around. But yeah, uh, in the bubble, people are more accepting. Maybe it's not as accepted at anywhere uh, other parts of the country where they have more of a the the blue collar old school approach to things. But yeah. Uh, you know, we're leading the pack as always in our, it's true from our high ivory tower and the bleeding edge cutting fucking edge. But yeah, um, uh, stay tuned and we'll, uh, get into more facts for you. Yeah. Well, it'll be, uh, researched. Uh, maybe we'll get an expert, an expert sober person <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll call it there. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun. Good checking, baby.